Hey there, and welcome to episode number three of the World of Presentation podcast brought to you by 356 Labs. Today, we are talking to a very, very special guest whose name is Michaela about what is the connection between the world of healthy food and the world of presentations. Uh, Michaela, welcome to the podcast. We are very happy to talk to you today. So let's uh, kind of start. But before we start, give us a bit of history lesson uh, about who is Michaela. Who are you? <laughs> Hi, Bobby. Thank you for the invitation. Long time no see. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my name is Michaela Beloreshka and I'm a health psychologist, nutritional therapist. And for the past six years, I've been leading workshops, seminars, and I've been writing in my blog, Good Natured Food. Now, okay. We are going for sure going to link those up in the... Um, show notes afterwards so sure. you have to provide us those links for sure plus you started you started like or at least from the side it looks like a movement towards mm. healthy foods like how did that happen when i know that you were in the space of psychology mm-hmm. and not healthy food in first at the beginning like what what was the connection there yeah I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Nobody is quite it, sure, it, right? It was kind of intuitive transition. Okay. I, I just, you know, my curiosity led me towards uh, food and recipe development and creativity. And I had just graduated psychology and I just, you know, wondered about and I don't know, I, I just tried different things. And food was like this constant thing that uh, draw me. Okay. And uh, I started exploring it because okay. it's But it's were exciting. you drawn into food during the, un- the university years or not? Well, I've been drawn to food like my whole life, basically. Okay. That makes, so, okay. yeah, it that was like sense. this perfect uh, period of time, which it just like exploded. Yeah. It exploded, yeah. yeah. In the last, what, how many years? I think seven already. Seven, yeah, my blog is seven years. I think, years now? yeah, this Jesus, month. That's a lot. Okay. So, yeah, it's been quite a journey. And um, I started uh, food blogging and writing recipes and sharing them with the world. And okay. I got into food photography as well. And finally, I started, uh, you know, getting curious about the science of nutrition. Okay. Uh, which, which is for sure crazy. Which is, yeah, kind of a madness right yeah. now. Um And uh, and I did it. So I followed this curiosity as well. And I got certified as a nutritional therapist. How do you get certified for uh, for something like this? Who certifies? Who is the institution? Mm. Well, there are a lot. Okay. Uh, and they are mainly abroad. Okay. So I was drawn to... Yeah. We're uh, so not the it, biggest country on the planet. This is being recorded in Bulgaria. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reality check. <laughs> Reality check. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, there are a few uh, respected institutions, and I was drawn to the Nutritional Therapy Association in the United States. Okay. It's an online program, but it involved um, hands-on workshop uh, on place uh, for which I traveled to the states, and yeah, and after that, I had like my head exploding with knowledge about (laughs) food and nutrition and you know body wisdom and this led me to wanting to share this knowledge so you spend time in the u.s also or not Uh, or just online yeah i had one hands-on workshop there as part of the program that's interesting did did the healthy food i don't know if i'm using the proper terminology here but this did did this movement kind of started in at the same time 
across the world or are we in Bulgaria lagging behind a few years as with everything else for sure lagging yeah for sure lagging yeah okay. yeah so there are way there are countries that are way ahead yeah sure uh, mainly like i mean the health coach is now a you know a legal profession in the states and it's not here okay so uh, i think there are like 20 years healthy coach health is, coach yeah health coach or okay he's a legal profession yeah yeah. So um, okay. this holistic approach is still, you know, uh, is making baby steps here. So okay. it's not that yeah. uh, recognized, but still, I think it's very needed because we are holistic beings after <laughs> all. <laughs> okay. And is it just, is it just bogey? Which are the leaders in this? Who are the leaders here? Is it the US? Yeah, I think the most, uh, the sickest country is the leader because okay. the sickest yeah. country needs most like healing. Yeah. Okay. And healthy lifestyle makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then in Europe, if you have to have, if you have, if we have to name a leader in the in Europe, who is going to be the leader? What do you think? Hmm. Is it the Scandinavians or? I'm not sure. I think um, each, you know, region has its own, you know, local customs. Yeah. <laughs> the Italians are also the very. Yeah, there are different approaches and they're based on like local cuisine and tradition and traditional foods. Okay. So I think, and even in Bulgaria, we have this, uh, you know, very specific, um, um, you know, foods that are endemic for our, anyway. It's, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So from the, psycho- from, the world of, to, from the world of psychology to nutrition, healthy food, healthy foods and everything else food photography many many other things here mm. at least in bulgaria i think that a, a ton of people know who you are and what you are doing because of your especially what i see the social media presence that you have so what are the things that you are doing in that space i i for for sure see the workshops for uh, for sure see those trainings, those really creative initiatives that you have with some of the corporate organizations here like uh, the guys at I believe the Kaufwand were also one of your clients, mm-hmm. on and on and on. So tell us a bit more about the, those type of things that are happening there. What are you, what are you involved with? Mm. So my main focus is education. So okay. no matter the client, if, if it's, uh, you know, individual class or a corporation, okay. um, I'm all about educating people about their own bodies. So uh, the client doesn't matter. It's the content that, okay. that I'm focused on. And yeah, for the past five or six years, I've been working with a lot of you know, different audiences, okay. so to say. And uh, I've seen that people have one and the same problem. Okay. Yeah, everywhere I go, they have like the same questions and the same struggles. And it doesn't matter if you're a corporate person or a freelancer or just a new mom. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just um, this, you know, massive confusion that is about food the nutrition yeah. and what to eat and what not <laughs> okay so what are the you you said multiple audiences like various audiences that have the same needs which now gets very close to what we are all about also because we analyze for example for our tra- trainings we analyze very carefully the audiences uh, especially when we are building also presentations for our clients mm. we kind of push them to think about who the audience is and we do some crazy Mm. things let's put it this way to understand who is going to be in front of us like what are the audiences that you are very often in front just let's name a few Mm. because you said corporates but what are the like if you have to go to a specific what are there i think that 
like old people. Okay. Because you know, <laughs> okay, that was a, yeah, that's a hard question. Yeah, obviously. that's, that's a very specific because you know we all eat, we all digest, we yeah. all need energy, we all need to to prosper and to thrive and to be healthy. So okay, I think all people with the clef- clarification that all people who actually are open to new knowledge and who are curious about their bodies okay so in this respect i think mainly people who are drawn to nutrition and who um value the 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 power of nutrition and healthy lifestyle okay i mean i think you've seen them all (laughs) more as it sounds like yeah yeah I i think people are naturally curious about themselves so it's it's not that i'm trying to you know, reach new audiences yeah. because people are naturally curious how how their bodies work and how they uh, how can they support their physiology and, okay. and energy and focus. So I think it's quite natural. Okay, so you said we so we have like the public workshops, which I and everyone, let's say from our team, can enroll in and learn something for four hours or a full day. A workshop somewhere in Sofia, right? Yes. And then we have the corporate engagements where you go and train like a whole organization yes. or a few teams at least, right? So what is what happens behind the scenes? You have been doing this for seven years. For sure there has been a change or at least you have noticed some things that when you started, mm-hmm. the, way you, mm-hmm. the way you were teaching now changed a bit or mm-hmm. you were probably notice some things that could be better when you started compared to today like what is the behind the scenes here oh, when you are sure. w- when you're teaching what's the behind the scenes because this is something that i believe the people who are listening to this would appreciate highly and let's see the connection points now oh yeah seven years ago seven years ago poor students <laughs> <laughs> the poor students <laughs> poor Jesus, okay. yeah my first students and my first presentation i was so like so locked in myself like okay. I was so focused on the facts, you know, okay, the, theory. The, the theory, the information. Theory. Okay. Like I wanted everything to be like so precisely put and I just stuffed my my lectures with information. And okay. you know A how, lot. yeah, okay. you know how bad that is. <laughs> if you're in the world of that yeah, any world, by the way, can stuff a lot of things in their presentation. That is for sure. Yeah, because okay. I wanted to, you know. Um, and just feel safe. Yeah, and I want to deliver. Yeah. You know, I wanted to deliver hardcore. So I had so much information. And with times, I just um, filtered out some things that are not that practical. Okay. And the specific things about my culinary classes and or uh, cooking classes is that I divide the time between uh, 50% theory and 50% practice. And that's now, right? Yeah. Okay. When did you start dividing the workshops? From the beginning. Okay, so yeah. it was not that bad. <laughs> yeah. It was not that only theory. No, but the theory part was like so... I was so introverted. I was like super focused on uh, my own presentation and I wasn't paying attention to actually what um, conveys actually, what is conveyed sure. to the people, which is so crucial. <laughs> yeah. So crucial to get their feedback and actually get the energy and just ask, is that okay? Is that clear? You know, yeah, just okay. basic stuff. So I think for everyone that starts right now, it's really, really important the connection that you make with the audience. And specifically in my case, I work with groups of like 12 people maximum. So that's That's nice. Yeah. And you call them intentionally, right? Like you keep them 10 or 12 yes. intentionally. Yes, okay. absolutely. Right. I want to make one-on-one co- contact with yeah. each and everyone. Yeah. And I want them to start communicating with each other because 
after 20 like people start to like you know i don't know they don't make they don't feel safe making connections so 12 so i think 12 is like the perfect um, quantity of people for a group and where you are searching for the private individual contact with each and everyone though right yes okay yes and that's all and that also for sure because we also close our trainings on 10 Mm -hmm. with a few kind of exceptions to the Mm -hmm. rule where we have like 11 or something like this but we also see a huge difference when you're trying to do a training or a workshop with 10 and then with 40 yes like it is not that private anymore it's not the the same experience the efficiency is not the same yes the the privacy overall the whole experience is very different yes yeah. totally okay. totally and especially um so not that many facts 50 to 50 50 yeah. practice theory practice then s- small groups if you want a boutique experience yep. let's say very private yep. very okay what else um you are you said that you are making them uh, making them socialize you said something yes, like this? Okay. That's the third main focus. I mean, it's 50% theory, 50% practice and 100% community. <laughs> okay, so, that is interesting. Let's elaborate here. Yeah, I think that people learn more efficient, efficiently in group uh, and, you know, collaborating, sharing experiences. And it's been so, so fascinating to see how people actually open up and okay. share their story because every one of us you, you know we have our story we have we have our background we have and food like food is food the most is, yeah yeah easy talk me emotions <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um i think uh each and every one of us thinks that uh, we are alone in this and we have this problem and nobody else yeah. has this problem and when we start to share our 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 questions we see that we're all in this together yeah and we have the same struggles and it kind of lightens up the space because we start exploring and, and making connections. And I really believe that uh, the knowledge and the information like integrates so much better when it goes through the okay. body and okay. where we are open to experience and when we feel safe. Yeah. Because we are, we're, when we are under pressure, we are actually not really, um, our perception is not like laser focused. Okay. Yeah. So I think feeling... Uh, safe and and socially accepted and feel f- and free to ask all the questions you need is crucial for the educational process yeah, for the success of the yeah. overall training or educational purpose yeah education okay yeah. totally that's interesting how do you, but is there anything special that you kind of do to set up the fact that this is a safe environment for mm. you guys like is there something that you say or something that's being written somewhere like i don't know like how do you tell them because for example just to give you context like when we have the dry uh, we when we have practice sessions Mm -hmm. with our with our guys with our clients especially in the corporate world where when they have to present in front of us we set up the case by saying hey this is closed doors now Mm -hmm. like this is just a training there is no wrong or right here Mm -hmm. we are here to fail if we want to consider it a failure, mm-hmm. right? But it's not a failure at all. We are here to learn it, try it, do a mistake here and there and learn from it in a safe environment. Whatever happens here, happens here. So yeah. nobody cares, right? So don't worry about it. Just go with the flow, right? Is there anything like anything similar? Mm-hmm. Or how do you set this up? Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I think uh, 
my my approach like even in social media is very like similar to my you know offline presence okay so i'm talking um honestly and openly a lot about uh, all kind of matters online okay and uh, yeah when i'm uh, you know offering the course uh to my audience i always i mean this is one of the priorities uh with which i describe it you know okay we gather together and we we get together and we actually uh, create this safe space and we can explore together yeah. you know the topic of nutrition in which you're interested in so okay. whatever you're interested in i'm here use me okay sure and when we are uh, starting the so course you have a q and a session constantly constantly all the time yeah i love questions okay um but you have to be good in controlling the time though yes that is a tricky one okay i'm Can experimenting with that <laughs> i'm experimenting with that okay um so um yeah when we in the opening hour of our of my course uh i'm i'm just creating this environment in which i really emphasize on the the impact of of openness of sharing our story of being you know Mm, even um, challenging our beliefs, yeah. challenging our perceptions, challenging all the knowledge that we have and just trying for a little bit to be so open that everything is possible. Yeah. And after That's that, cool. yeah, after gathering all the information, you can pick, like you can filter everything, but be open because you're here to, to hear, uh, you, you've come here to, to learn something new and just, you know, be try to extract as much as possible yeah yeah exactly yeah. and the rest just throw away for some other time okay yeah. do you have like what is what happens with those people that are part of those courses or trainings mm. no matter whether or not they are public or in corporate setup is there like a follow-up is there like are they do you kind of follow up on them somehow or are they reaching out for some questions mm. do you allow them like what's the case there because you mentioned community yes yeah and when you have the yes. word, that word for sure yeah. for the uh, for the culinary class which is um called food for change which is like my main focus what i created in the past five years we have a online community in which okay. uh all the questions that rise up after the the course uh you can you know um feel free to ask and and evolve like this yeah. this conversation and um i'm i'm working on a, on a on a you know i'm trying to figure out how to to create some consistency with that because uh, because i i see that with with lifestyle change you know it's not like installing some new software on your computer it's and way harder and yeah from tomorrow now i'm i'm gonna jog well, every day or run yeah. every day yeah yeah so I'm trying to like come with this method uh, or approach in which I can keep up and be more consistent with with clients probably in the future. I'm not quite there yet. Okay. But I really feel the need. Yeah. Like and you know feedback surveys. That's the main. Um, that's the main thing which um, in which I um, uh, improve the course because yeah. feedback is uh, something that I'm doing from the first. Yeah, and that kind of gave you totally, yeah, yeah, painful, but <laughs> yeah, that was about that was what I was about to ask. Were there any moments when, especially at the beginning, you heard some, let's put it that way, not not that pleasant feedback for the courses? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. were there any cases, or at least one or two people that said this was whatever, I'm not happy with it, or whatever? But then you looked at it and you said, 
it kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I love feedback. Uh, it's it's tricky though because you can't. You, you have you, to be careful. Yeah, yeah, you cannot, you know, please everyone. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, when nineteen percent is like excellent, I'm I'm happy, of course. Uh, so and that's the internal KPI, ninety percent happiness. Yeah, it's the goal. Okay. Yeah, totally. Um, so uh, of course there are some, you know, this feedback from time to time, which is, oh, I I, I thought of that. Of course I had to do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And lit- okay, thank you. I'm doing it the next time. Yeah. And this, uh, you know, uh, evolves, you know, the whole process and the whole, uh, and 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 I evolve, of course. Yeah. Of course. You know, the feedback for my uh, for my presence for my skills, uh, it's so important. Um, so I think, um, yeah, feedback is it's this thing that drives you, but also, you know, you have to stand your ground and, 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 and be, you know, happy with your, your performa- performance in the first place, no matter, you know, the, the feedback. Yeah. Because we all have different backgrounds and stories. And, That's true. And some people have, you know, very unrealistic expectations. That's also true sometimes. Yeah. That's also true. But that's in, how do you collect the feedback? Is it just you shooting them an email or yeah. whatever? It's just a short survey, you know. A link to a yeah. platform. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Are you using something special or what What are you using for the... F- Google. Google Forms? Yeah. Okay. You have to type... You have to check... By the way, everyone here has to check. It's called... Um, it's called Typeform. Mm. Typeform.com. This, uh, this is brilliant i mean uh i really care for example for the user experience Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. every interaction between us and the client and recently not recently but six months ago i received a survey so that i feel it in Mm -hmm. from i don't know from whom anymore like i really don't remember anymore and i entered in this website because i was like i'm sure let's go clicked on the website and this website was so well done for feedback i was like what is this thing like that is no, there is no way they have custom coded mm-hmm. or have built it for themselves because I knew the company. I just don't remember the company right now. And I looked for logos, you know, the branding of the software. And I'm like, what is this thing? What is this thing? What is this thing? And then I found it mm-hmm. and it's called Typeform. I'm like, okay, google.com Typeform. So it, this thing is brilliant. It is so well done. It is way ahead of everything else in terms of like quizzes. Mm-hmm. Um, forms, uh, feedback, whatever. Uh, we were using back then, we were using also Google Forms. We used Microsoft Forms also. That is another one. Uh, we also use SurveyMonkey, which yeah. is another popular one. I also use this for yeah, my bachelor's degree. A popular one. <laughs> Try and test out the, the type form. Type form, yeah. You will be stunned. It is so, fu- it is so from the user experience perspective, it is just so nice. I will show it to you later on, but I also link it in the show notes. It is super cool and it's super fu- like so smooth, <laughs> so nice. It just makes you add the feedback. Wow. It just it is and it's highly customizable. You can put your branding all over the place. You can do whatever you want. Then you create a survey, and then if you have another group, what we do, for example, we have a generic let's mm-hmm. put it this way survey. We ask specific question every sing- specific questions every single time, and we just duplicate it. Like, yeah, I just copy paste it mm-hmm. and add the name of the client yeah. this time, and then send it over to them. And it's every single time when we send it to the to a client, no matter who they are. Now and then you receive feedback that this was They're super impressive. cool experience. Mm. Yeah, and Great. I was like, 
I know. <laughs> like, I also saw it. So typeform.com or .co. I don't remember. But if you just type in typeform. I'll check it out. See it. Yeah, it is really cool stuff. We are even paying for it. <laughs> because we went on the, uh, pre- on the second tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of some feature. I don't know which one. But we, were, we saw it. We tested it out on the free one. We were in love with it. And we're like, we need this and that and this and that. Can we do it in the free version? No. Okay, we'll pay it. It was pff, super nice. Well, you're anyway, professional. <laughs> anyway, we don't know the guys at Typeform, so that's yeah. like I really don't know them, but the software is just brilliant. Okay, so what else changed? So there is like what? So we have the 50 50 theory versus mm-hmm. practice. Then we have this community focus. Then we have any answer, any question answered, uh, right? Throughout the whole day or mm-hmm. throughout the whole experience. However, careful on the controlling on the time. Feedback, even though it's painful, sometimes it is the best way to learn mm-hmm. right, and adapt. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you kind of saw in the in the last seven, eight years and said, mm-hmm. wait a minute, this is something that changed dramatically and it led to better training or better education mm-hmm. process, cutting on the content, you said, so that it's focused, um, yeah. more focused on, on the goal of the training. Yeah. Okay. More practical things. More um, practical things. People are tired of yeah, just theory and abstractions. Yeah, I don't believe in that anymore. Okay. I just don't don't believe that you go for one hour and you you go out and you're the same person. So I want when there is no change. Yeah. So I want people to transform. Okay. You know, I want people to to experience something, and I think even with uh, you, with nutrition and with cooking, you have to put your hands on. You know, yeah. you have to feel the food. You have to see how easy it actually is, and okay. not on YouTube. You know, yeah, yeah. just with your own body. But you have a lot of exercises where you guys cook there, right? Yes. Okay. Every time, every time, we have this one hour and a half uh, lecture plus Q and A. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and and after that, we put our aprons. Okay. You know, we get um, motivated, and and the, the the students actually cook the food. So I'm just navigating them in yeah. the process. How? What? Yeah, when maybe they're also. working in teams. I think this is so important and beautiful to see how people cooperate and uh, they have some tasks and they start to delegate uh, different tasks okay. and they they it's start a group to exercise. Okay. yeah and they kind of relax. You know when people come in the first uh, uh, before the the class and they're like you know a little bit yeah. shy, yeah, yeah, yeah of course, a little bit beginning. tired. And after uh, after you know working with their body and communicating, they're like so light up, yeah, and yeah. so excited and yeah. so smiley. <laughs> And I love and especially that. Especially when you see it work, when you see that yeah. it's possible for yeah. you to do it. Even I, I can judge by myself when I do like some really stupid, simple things in regards to food. I'm like, that kind of makes me feel okay. Like the fact that the, uh, the, the fact that I can do something on a, I don't know what level, but not on the worst level out there in terms of food is like, if I maybe spend a bit of time and someone tells me what to do, so that I save also time, not yes. do a thousand mistakes, yes. right? I may be able to pull this up, <laughs> right? Like I may be able to do it. It's not that it. complex, really. It's not that hard. Okay. Uh, that's that's the main mission of the course to actually, you know, filter all the unnecessary information and yeah. focus on the foundational information because yeah. people 
are talking all about fancy superfoods and uh, you know Whatever. special diets and bullshit and it's not the yeah. it's not the foundational information and knowledge you need okay so when you actually uh, start to regard food as a functional food like what function it actually plays okay in your body you can actually make choice about you know your food every day and okay. the main focus is to be you know knowledgeable and um, confident long term okay. not only for these three hours which you're educating but actually going after in your real life and actually applying all this knowledge and you know um, filtering all the new information through this basic knowledge yeah. which is not that hard really yeah. you just have to be uh, it have to be structured in a proper way yeah. so I think structure is like huge structure is everything when educating um, people yeah that's yeah. why, by the way, some peop many people pay, right? Because you can get so much information everywhere. Yes, yes, but yes. But it's yes. just so mixed and you are like, what should I do when... Totally, yeah. And when it's... Many people are like, why should I pay for this, let's say, course when everything is on online? Well, go search it online. Try it out and you'll see that you lose whatever yeah. time, of whatever yes. hours. Then you come here for four hours or eight hours for a training and you go out of that one and say, okay. Totally yeah. worth yeah. it. That totally worth it. Yeah. 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 That is... Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so how you prepare, like, you have a lot of logistics mm -hmm. for a workshop or a training. Like, at least there's the room, the venue, the food. Mm -hmm. Like, is there... What's the process behind when you prepare all of that stuff? Like, mm. is it one day beforehand you do all of that stuff? Is it, like, a week in advance you start reaching out to the people that need to be reached out what is mm. how is the preparation going for a training um, or a workshop yeah it depends on the training if i'm okay. uh, if i'm with the um, uh you know the culinary course i'm working in partnership with the culinary school okay uh so they're doing all the organizational work the registration you know uh the grocery shopping which is okay which is, is nice. of course yeah and i'm you know uh, you're the speak you're the trainer yeah only. i'm responsible for my performance basically that is super cool. and leading uh the class so it's really great teamwork i love them i, li I love collaborating with them and of course when so i don't care about the logistics at all no that is super no, nice. No, for this particular course, but no. You, but you for sure coordinated what you expect from the yes, venue. From everything. So I give them my shopping list and I have like very high requirements about the products I use. So yeah. I say this is organic, this is from this shop and <laughs> okay, everything. Sure. So I'm I'm organizing this, but they're doing the work. Okay. Uh, so and there's a checklist. Yes. Some kind. <laughs> yes, yes. But, okay. but it's, uh, it's so many years that it's flawless now. It's yeah, been so, yeah. so smooth. And uh, of course, when I'm doing a workshop in in corporate setting, I have to be doing You're the logistics. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of hard, but it's exciting. Some sometimes we are doing like smoothie workshop in which we have like blenders and and produce. So I have to be like there one hour and a half earlier. Earlier, yeah. But this is exciting. Do you, you know, rent those things, or sometimes if you need. For example, those blenders. Yeah, you sometimes. Rent them or? Sometimes, or I use you know my personal one. So okay, got it. <laughs> because if you are doing it, how many of those do you need for a training? Like it depends on uh, you the know the size of the group. Yeah, it depends on the size. But sometimes I borrow. Sometimes I just sure. uh, you know demonstrate on my own, and then you give 
the yeah, yeah. and oh, then okay. I share the, the the result with it's either a culinary course in which people do the food or the or a demonstration in which they see how it's made so it cannot be both okay okay interesting okay what else something else in regards to the in regards to the courses what's next what are the next courses um, I'm doing now um, an anti-inflammatory class which is uh, doing pretty great people okay. are very uh, yeah, excited about this because uh, inflammation is like a big issue right now in health okay. um, and I'm I'm starting to prepare new events which are more uh, toward you know emotional eating emotional experiences because okay yeah, that's kind of a need that came from feedback and from collaborating with people. Um, because as I said in the beginning, people, you know, there's so much information, people know what they have to eat, but they don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And creating a habit yeah. is so hard. Lifestyle change is hard, yeah. hard, hard. By, by the way, the late one of, I don't know, have you heard any research on the topic how how many days do you need to stick with a habit or with something before it becomes because the last thing i heard from this very popular person who is uh, who's called robin sharma who is yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. biggest uh, one of the most important figures in that space mm. the leadership space is like i believe stanford researched the topic and said 66 days or something like this have you heard any it varies yeah okay. it varies the information varies i yeah. don't really you know focus on this because it create some kind of pressure on people okay. that it has to happen like 66 like days. on the 66 day you're it's a, magic. a, you're <laughs> it's a new magic. person <laughs> yeah, okay. like so i i really don't believe that really okay. it's not my thing i i really believe in constant change i i believe in relapses even like they're so healthy because when we are so you know stiff and you know we're like toughen up to to make this uh this diet or this lifestyle change we're our bodies don't don't work like that so we we need rest we need regeneration we need you know uh it's uh it's kind of fueling this distress distress response in the body when we're yeah. like oh making like five changes in the same time yeah, and we're like crushing yeah, in five days yeah yeah so i really believe that change and in each new habit is you know lifelong work yeah you never know what what time you'll you'll change your mind or something new will come up so i'd recommend that we don't focus so much on the days but more yeah. on the you know the present day yeah. you know what what can i do today to actually support my health yeah that is that is well said by the way so you're doing a lot of trainings in the last seven or eight years let's go here and let's then wrap it up what is the what is the one thing that based on your experience with so many people from like different ages i believe right different yeah, ages also totally yeah. different uh different not i would say not cultures but not just different ages but different expertise mm -hmm. different life industries life, mm -hmm. life paths if the person who is listening to this at some point decides to say hey i want to teach somebody something what is if you have to decide on one thing right now on the spot like what would you say this person or those people have to spend the time on to deliver that education mm. in the best way possible mm. like what would be the one thing that they would start in your opinion like what do you think hmm. based on your last seven or eight years yeah mm. that's a hard one i i agree I yeah am, it's hard to focus on one but i think for me Go the for most <laughs> yeah the most transformative you know 
thing that happened is that my personal work on myself so when i actually yeah when i you know when i started to um be more present you know during the training you mean yeah to be more present in my body so um in my to be more grounded in my performance when i'm in front of people so this is the state in which you can actually make a change in someone okay so you can actually connect so be present you know make this significant eye contact in which you know this information goes between you and i think this is the 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 most transformational thing that happens in you know this human interaction that we that we have all day because you know information is information but without you know the humanness without the personal touch that we exchange it just goes away it's just a lecture yeah and it doesn't integrate so i think for anyone starting you know don't be afraid to be um intimidated don't be afraid to be vulnerable don't uh, be afraid to be shaking you know just share that like that that's the, the humanness of you and of all of us so when you actually acknowledge this and when you uh, when you start experiencing and not suppressing what yeah. you feel okay. when you're in front of people, you can actually be more natural, more authentic. And that's yeah. what people buy. Appreciate. Yeah, yeah. And buy also. That yeah. is true. And I will add up to that, by the way, that in order for you to do that, sometimes you have to be... For many people, they are really many people ask for that how to be more authentic, present, etc. And one of the things that they don't understand that in order for that to happen, there is also behind the scenes work that is called preparation. Oh. You, you have to be prepared for what you are going to be doing in that one day so that you don't even think about it. Preparation and that allows you to be present in every moment, in every reaction, scan for those reactions, talk, be personal with everybody, otherwise. If totally. all the content is constantly on top of your head and totally. you're like, what should I say now? What is next? What was this exercise exercise about? You'll never be able to be totally. present at all. Yeah. yeah so. Preparation is key. Yeah, I think preparation is key. Yeah. For the first three or four years, I was rehearsing like two days before. Uh, Full days? Okay. Yeah. For, before present, presenting. That, by the way, is something that people have has to hear. So here is the connection point again. So Obligatory. There, yeah. You know, That's a must. rehearse, you know, get up, rehearse, go in the park, rehearse, rehearse yeah. talk to people. I even in my first public speaking event, I actually videotaped myself. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, yeah. videotaped myself. It's always myself. embarrassing yeah. the first time when you hear I, yourself, you're like, and I send it to a friend. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, I quit. Yeah. Uh, so I, I videotaped myself and I send it to a friend, which is yeah. like more experienced in that to get feedback. Yeah. And, I, and I knew this wasn't, you know, the greatest presentation, yeah. you know, it, it, you have to accept this. Yeah. And what actually helps me, you know, not kill myself in such moment is actually saying to myself, okay, this is not the greatest presentation, but this is the best I have today to offer and tomorrow I'll be better. Yeah. So, and I, and I knew that I have many more opportunities to practice. So just do what you can do best right now in this moment. And, you know, don't forget to rehearse it. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Till death. (laughs) Yeah. That is something that we see every single day more or less like there are people that just say to us well why should i rehearse it when uh, mm. well i'm doing this for the last 17 years and uh, this is my project <clears throat> this is my work 
why should I rehearse this? And I'm like, you are not getting it. It's not a matter of whether or not you know what you're talking about. It's a matter of what happens when you go on stage. It's a skill. Yeah, it, that's also important. It's a that's skill. A, that's it's a some, skill like like all the other skills yeah, you have in, to practice. In the previous episode when we had uh, Vergi, uh, mm-hmm. who is the fashion photographer, she asked whether or not this is a skill or it's a given. I'm mm. like, it's a skill. It's a skill, definitely. It is a skill. And you can guess, and you can see it by everyone who is considered to be the best, right? Even guys like, even people, guys, even people like Steve Jobs who are very bad public speakers, which is getting a lot of people, which is making a lot of people say, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But if you Google it, you will go to YouTube and say, hey, wait a minute, let me see Steve Jobs' first presentation. He was about to throw up during his first public appearance on a TV for some TV interview or whatever. He said it publicly. I'm so nervous, I'm going to throw up. Mm. And this is the, that same person that afterwards the whole world appreciates. Yeah. The whole world is still pointing towards and saying he was the greatest. But right? still a person. Uh, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Okay, so where can everyone who is listening to this at any point of time, any point in time, find more? Like, where is it? So uh, you can check my website, of course, uh, goodnaturedfood.com and also Michael... Goodnature? Goodnaturedfood.com. Goodnaturedfood. Okay. Yes. And also michaelbelreshka.com would lead you there as okay. well. Okay. So, so they're both yeah. domains yeah. leading to the same place? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm in a, in a period of transition. Okay, cool. And of course, I'm very active in Instagram. So if that you... Yeah. <laughs> that one, okay. If you want to interact, you know, more... Uh, you know, authentically and on the spot. You can find me there. That's the place. My nickname, yeah, is Michaela Beloreshka as well. Okay. And uh, of course, if you're interested in your body, in your in nutrition and putting like some fun- stable foundations on your health, yeah, you can uh, join me in one of my courses. Or if you are CEO and uh, you're leading a team. <laughs> yes, if you, if you have a team, basically. Yeah of any kind and you want and you care about your team and you want to support them in being healthy and productive and giving you the, your their yeah. best ideas uh, i can help with food, that food yeah for sure. i can help with that with you know stress management at work with uh, eating habits at work so yeah. this is uh, you know the ways in which we can collaborate Perfect. All right. So here we are at the end of the episode where we kind of I, I'm kind of so not surprised even that there are connection points between the food industry and the healthy food industry and the presentation world. Thank you, uh, Misha, Michaela. Thank you, I Bobby. Still call you Misha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. And thank you everyone who listened uh, and for staying tuned, of course. Uh, there's surely a lot more to say about the topic. You know now where you can find more. Uh, so let us know, by the way, if you have still some, if you still have some questions, shoot a message to uh, Michaela sure, if you have any me. question, obviously. And um, if you think or if you know somebody that you would like us to interview next, that you believe that has a connection to our world, to the presentation world, just shoot us on Facebook, Instagram or any other social channel. We are all over the place Mm -hmm. (laughs) for one reason or the other. In the meantime, our website is 356 (laughs) Wait, what is our website? 356labs.com. Go there and if you want to go there so that you can find more about the world of presentations. And yeah, thank you for listening. And in case you found this episode to be useful, subscribe to the podcast and why not even leave us a review on 
iTunes, which is a very big platform, obviously there, or share it with a friend. We would appreciate it. So yeah, that's that. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.